0: Listener supported. WNYC Studios.
1: I'm Mary Harris. This is Only Human. And today we're going to start the episode by bringing in Kenny Malone. Kenny is our brand new reporter. And he came with, are these Miller Highlifes?
2: The champagne of beer. Sorry, it's, uh, it's warm. <laughs> it was, it's really hard to find. It's a long life, Mary.
1: Okay, I'm all for beer in the studio, but what are we celebrating?
2: This will make sense. Just stay with me for a second. The story we're going to launch into started a while back for me. I got really interested in people who live the longest. It was an article or a video or something I saw. I don't remember exactly which, but it's like some version of this.
0: Richard Overton was born May 11th, 1906.
2: This is coverage of one of America's oldest living veterans. Heading to Hawaii, Guam, and Iwo Jima. Richard will turn 110 in May, at which point he will no longer just be a centenarian, he will become a super centenarian. And we, the local and national media, we love doing stories about these folks. But then at some point, these stories take an inevitable turn towards the same idea. One reason he says he's lasted so long? The secret to longevity.
1: Brown liquor. Brown liquor?
2: Yeah. I, uh, whiskey. They say he puts it in his coffee every morning. When you put that whiskey in there, it'll make your muscle get warm. Cut to an exterior of Richard Overton's house. More lessons in longevity. Now the reporter is lighting a cigar
3: for him. I smoked 12, maybe 13, maybe more than that.
2: The more absurd the secret to longevity, the more it seems to make headlines. A world's oldest person who drank port every day, or rice vodka, or ate bacon, and probably the most insane of these is Agnes Fenton of New Jersey.
3: A woman who just turned 110 years old on Saturday says that her secret to a long and happy life has been three Miller Highlifes and a shot of Johnny Walker Blue every day.
1: So we have a while to go here. I need to have, like, two more of these, huh?
2: Yeah, it's a long session, so <laughs> hang tight.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is not exactly what the Surgeon General recommends. Mm,
2: yeah, I mean, I'm no Surgeon General, <laughs> but uh, that question does make sense to me. Like, if you see someone living an absurdly long life, why would you not ask? Like, what did you do to get there? What is the secret to long life?
1: And today on the show, Kenny, you're going to find out if we're getting any closer to answering that question and what it means that we keep asking it.
2: Just to clear this up at the top, you may have heard of blue zones, islands in Greece and Italy and Japan, for example, that have an abnormal number of centenarians. But centenarians are babies compared to the people I want to talk about today. Supercentenarians, people over 110, are exceedingly rare. According to a group in California that keeps track of this, there are about 10 verified supercentenarians in the United States right now. Which is why I was so surprised when I learned about a study that's been going on since the mid-90s. Do you know how many super centenarians you have in the study at this point?
0: We have 150.
2: Whoa. Right. This is Tom Pearls.
0: I am a professor of medicine and geriatrics at Boston University School of Medicine. Tom runs the New England
2: Centenarian Study. Those 150 super centenarians he mentioned are from all over the world – Many have died over the last few decades, but still, Tom and his team have had a chance to ask a ton of supercentenarians that question. What is your secret? And we
0: take note of them for sure.
2: Uh, But But honestly, he says, it's not even really the right question to be asking in the first place. Not if we're talking about people who make it to 110.
0: They are not the people that we should be going to to understand what health habits are the right way to go.
2: Because by the time you make it to 110, it's not so much about what you were eating. It's about being sort of a genetic freak, which is where Tom is interested in looking for secrets. He's sort of like a a postmodern Ponce de Leon. But instead of trudging through Florida looking for the Fountain of Youth... He's digging into mounds and mounds of genetic information, not looking for one or two special
0: genes, something even rarer. You know, winning the lottery, if you get one or two numbers, it's not so hard. Getting seven numbers, that's really hard. Tom likes to talk about this in terms of lottery. That's
2: how I would think of it. So let's go all in on this lottery thing. In our case, winning the lottery is becoming a super centenarian. So Mary, let's say you have been born.
1: Which I I have.
2: Right. So instead of number balls, we have genes. Now, Tom doesn't know exactly which genes just yet, but the winning combo could be something
0: like... Genetic pathways that could have something to do with DNA repair. Or genes that help fight cell damage from free radicals. Or to decrease your risk for diabetes. Or the ability to manage stresses. Genes that individually have very modest effects, but as a group, if you get the right combination, it's a very strong effect. To get a winning ticket, Tom thinks you
2: need maybe more than a hundred of these things. I think the chances of you having that ticket, it's
0: like winning the Powerball. Just to have the ticket to begin with. Right.
2: Because even if you win, you could still lose your ticket. Chain smoking or drinking a pint of vodka every day. Or you could be gored by a bull in Pamplona, crushed by a meteorite.
0: And a whole range of other things you can imagine that would interrupt your travel to such an age. If you're thinking now, we
2: ask supercentenarians, what's the secret to long life? And we learn genetics. Great.
0: Yeah, kind of thinking that right now.
2: I was thinking about that too, and I sort of said as much to Tom. Well, um,
0: no, I think you should stay tuned. Because, he said, we may
2: still learn some secrets. For example, how these 110-year-olds seem to slow down the aging process and delay diseases.
0: We are not trying to get a lot of people to be 110. And if we can get a bunch of people to age 90 in relatively good health – Uh, We will be very, very pleased.
2: Tom did mention something else that we can only learn from studying, as he calls them, the oldest old. Something that I think is sort of bigger than just a secret. How old a human being can get. At some point I asked him, you know, do we know what the human lifespan is? And
0: he said, Uh, well, Madame Kamal, defined human lifespan.
1: Who's Madame
3: Kamal? A very little, very old French lady. Okay, I'm an old boy now, approaching the French retirement age. This is a French
2: man. How do you want me to say, Jean-Marie? Jean-Marie, it's perfect. Jean-Marie Robin. He's a demographer. He got a chance to study this French lady. And that story starts in the late 80s, early 90s. Jean-Marie had been doing a survey of France's centenarian population. And he noticed at some point, this 115-year-old woman. And so naturally, He was blown away. He dropped everything and he investigated. No, 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 no. No, he actually totally ignored it at first. Why did you not go see her? That's crazy. Why didn't you? Because I'm not a clinician. You know, I'm more a mathematician, if you want. And this lady was an outlier. Jean-Marie was studying trends. Two years go by. He sees a news story. She's still alive and he is
3: gobsmacked. It was just amazing. Say, say, I I have to go. I have to go. I have to see her. jean sets
2: up an appointment with her nursing home. When he gets there, he's greeted by the nursing home's doctor,
3: who does not have good news for him. And he'd say, oh, my dear, my dear, it's too late. Now she's, you know, she's totally deft. Totally deaf. If you have come a few weeks uh, uh, before, it could have been possible talking with her, but I don't know, since a few weeks, now she's totally uh, deaf."
2: But the doctor agrees to take Jean Marie in anyway. They walk into the room, and there she is. 117 year old Madame Jeanne Calmont. Seated in a quite big uh, armchair. Whitish silver hair, about four and a half feet tall, probably less than 100 pounds. Basically, Jean Marie says she's what you might imagine a very, very old uh, lady. The
3: nursing home doctor says something like Good morning, Madame Calmont. And immediately she answers. Uh, good morning, doctor. He was surprised, he was confused, maybe he was a little bit upset, so he was calling the staff. Can I see the nurse? Can I see the chief nurse? And can you explain me what occurred? Did you wash? Did you clean? Uh, can, I
2: need an explanation. And that, it would turn out, was Jean Marie's first interaction with a woman who would become the oldest human being ever. At 117, when she and Jean Marie first met, Madame Calma was nearly blind and she was nearly deaf, but not always like a light flickering out, a body that old works better some days than others. Jean-Marie decided to pull together a small team to find out everything he could about this woman. In essence, the study to ask, what was her secret? So he started going back to talk to her regularly. Each time, everything we did was recorded. This isn't an official recording, but Jean-Marie says this is a pretty good example of how this process worked. In this video, you can see the nursing home doctor, the one who told Jean-Marie that Madame Calmont was deaf. Madame Calment is sitting in a big red chair next to him. Her hair is impeccably permed. Her face is scrunched up in a way that makes it look like she's very serious all the time. The doctor leans within maybe an inch of her and basically shouts the question into Madame Calmont's ear.
3: Ensuite, qu'est-ce que vous faisiez? A le des parents?
2: That is Madame Calment.
3: mariage.
2: She's saying essentially that she lived with her parents
3: until getting married. In total I went maybe 40 times. Maybe each time it was like uh, 45 minutes. They talk about where she was from. This small city
2: Arles. She was born in 1875. She got married, she had one daughter. She never really had to work. She was doing absolutely nothing. They dug way back into her ancestors.
3: Like a great-great-great-grandmother, something like that.
2: But not just biographical details. They were interested in how her brain was working. They noted that she still told jokes, with good timing. Like an actor. They did these mental tests that apparently Madame Coman was very good at, where they would ask her, like,
3: what is bread? You can say bread is what you eat with cheese. And after that, what is uh, a duck? A dog. So, dog is uh, the thing that you pet or it barks. Yes. For instance, and if you you don't find the word, uh, you can say "wawa." Wawa. I'm sorry, I don't know what they are doing in American, but uh, "woof, woof, woof." Oh, woof, woof. In French, the dog says "wawa." I, I, the, the French dog "wawa," but okay, it says "woof." Sorry. So you can <laughs> yes. You can say two main things
2: about how Madame Calma got so old, Jean-Marie says. She didn't live a hard life. You can't say she had a lot of stress. But more importantly, genes. Her ancestors lived absurdly long lives, on average 22 years longer than expected. Jean-Marie started the study with Madame Calma when she was 117. They were still there, still studying, when she turned 120. This is video from Madame Kalma's 120th birthday party. It was a huge to-do. Madame Calma had her own stage. She wore a fancy dress. She was fielding reporter questions.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
2: At this point in her life, we now know that Madame Kalma was the oldest person ever. Like, oldest since the beginning of time? I mean, it's possible. We, technically, we have to say she's the oldest person ever recorded. But she lived to be 122 and 164 days old, which is now the number we use for human lifespan.
1: Okay, so human lifespan, that's different than life expectancy. Yeah,
2: Maximum human lifespan is much simpler. It's just how long have we seen someone live? And the answer, Madame Kalma's age. 122 years. And 164 days. So this video of her 120th birthday party, she was already breaking this record. When I watch this, I think right there. You can see Madame on take a breath. That was one more breath that we did not know human beings were capable of reaching.
1: She's like this endurance athlete, but she's only competing against herself.
2: Yeah. But let's rewind the birthday tape, because this is what surprised me most about this story. That tape, to me, is about the human species and mankind and what's possible. But Jean-Marie Robine was at that party and he saw something
3: completely different it was just awful it was awful what he saw was this little old lady and she was on the platform in this very big armchair in this lacroix uh, dress basically turned into a spectacle and there is these uh, spotlights and crowded it was too hot
2: and one of the things reporters like to write about was how Madame kamma ate two pounds of chocolate a week
3: Madame gourmand. maybe because of
2: that someone feeds her some candy on stage
3: we're, we're wow. and nobody was coming to talk with her to to check whether it was w- Going well or not? You know, she was on the stage. She was on the stage. Can you imagine? You can see Fellini making, making this kind of movie. It's just crazy.
1: It just sounds sad.
2: I know. I was a little surprised. i went to talk to Jean-Marie about Madame Calment. But from his perspective, there is a whole other story here about us. And do we turn the oldest people on Earth into circus attractions? And that is where we're headed after the break.
1: You're listening to Only Human. We'll be right back. Last week, we launched Stick To It, our project to help you stick with your New Year's resolution to exercise. Thanks to everyone who's signed up so far, nearly 8,000 of you. If you haven't yet, check it out at onlyhuman.org slash stick to it. You'll get details on how to download an app that'll help you set weekly exercise goals and keep them, whether that's Zumba once a week or going for a run every day. And if you need an idea for what kind of exercise to do, the app will help you do that too. One more thing, While you're online, check out Refinery29. They have a project called New Year Do You. It has even more suggestions of how to be good to yourself this year. That's at Refinery29.com.
2: That is right on the edge of the table.
0: Yep. (laughs) As a mother of two,
2: I would have expected more from you.
1: Okay. This is Only Human. I'm Mary Harris. We're looking at the world's oldest people. And back for part two is Kenny Malone. Give us a summary, Kenny.
2: We started with Miller High Life as the secret to longevity. We ended questioning our own humanity, you know, sort of basic night at the bar, I suppose.
1: <laughs> you were talking about the person with the longest lifespan ever, Madame Jeanne, Jeanne, Jean,
2: Jean, Jean? Jean Calmont.
1: Madame Jean Calmont. But we are constantly finding new ways to keep track of old people. Here, put down the ice cream because I don't want it to be on. The- and I know this because my son Leo just got his second copy of the Guinness Book of World Records. Okay, so what what have you looked at in this so far? Well, there's some of the old standards, like longest fingernails, for example, 32 feet total. Oh my God! Look how gnarly they're all twisty. Like, what parent would like want them to grow nails like this long? I don't know, man. And there are a lot more piercings than I remember. Largest earlobe flesh tunnel. Largest earlobe flesh tunnel. Yeah, see
2: that one is within my grasp. I feel
1: <laughs> you could do it. Media. Lean in, Kenny. I didn't even know that was a record you could like set. It's a gross record, though. <laughs> but when you flip a few more pages, I'm going to show you a page. Hold on. Let me find there's it. this whole section of okay oldest people, the oldest bride, the oldest bungee jumper, oldest person to swim the English Channel. And of course the classic. Can you read some of it to me?
0: Oldest living people. Gerlin Talley, USA Born twenty-third of May eighteen ninety nine.
1: Eighteen ninety nine. She's still alive?
0: Yeah.
2: Actually she is not still alive. This title tends to turn over a fair amount. It's the oldest person who is alive right now. And according to the guy who verifies this record for Guinness, it turns over like once every nine months.
1: So I guess there's always someone who's about to have the spotlight shift to them.
2: Yeah, and compared to what is about to come in relative obscurity. So on June 17th, Geraldine Talley died. And like that, the spotlight
0: shifted. The world's oldest person is now Susanna Mushat-Jones. Susanna Mushat-Jones. Susanna Mushat-Jones, la persona más anciana del mundo. Of Brooklyn, New York, who was only a few weeks shy of her 116th birthday.
2: That 116th birthday party
0: was going to be a blowout. Okay, everyone, hello, hello. We're not officially starting. I just want we got get... there super early. I, I wanted to just make sure we would get a spot.
2: And This is documentary filmmaker Sam Green. Sam made a movie about Guinness Records and along the way got sort of fascinated by the ritual of anointing a new oldest person. Susanna mouchette Jones's birthday party was in the recreation center of her Brooklyn apartment building. There's
0: tons of press. Where there was like 20 video cameras in a row. A lot of press. There's an MC on the mic. I have the I have the best looking crew here. Look at this crew.
2: The place is packed. And eventually, from down a hallway, in a wheelchair, rolls the woman of the hour. Oh, Miss Susie's here! Watch out! Hey! Miss Susie for surprising us. Let's hear from Miss Susie. Miss Susie is wearing a big white hat, a blue floral dress. She's mostly blind and very hard of hearing, so you won't hear her say much. And it looks actually like she's sleeping through a lot of the party. Now Miss Susie's resting right now. She's 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 hearing it all. We know that. I know her nieces know that. Yep. Right? Sam says the party lasted
0: about an hour. More than an hour. And included pretty much everything you could imagine. I'm, I'm not getting the right order here, but there was a group of kids that did singing and dancing. Happy
2: birthday, Susie.
0: The people from the Nets came. The Brooklyn Nets basketball team. Somebody did a backflip. I missed it. What more? A gymnastic show. I don't know what that has to do with the Nets, but. Just make a little room. It's time for my flip. There started to be civic. Players From the New York City Controller's Office. From New York City Department for the Aging. Our Assemblyman. Our Representative here. Come on, Congressman Hikajim Jeffries. I think the borough president said stuff. There was a proclamation that the mayor's staff people read. Only part of it, because it's pretty long. It's just one of these things where I think, like, everybody wants
2: a piece of it. At some point, someone brings out a cake. Is that bacon on the cake? It's frosting bacon. We'll get back to that. They light the candles. We got a candle that went out there. Miss
0: Lois has got it there. And they bring the cake to Miss Susie Sam says at that point All bets were off All the media people kind of like Busted loose from their pen And and stampeded up front guys I have some press right behind me Here we go I felt bad because everybody Who was there watching the event Then couldn't see anything Guys if you guys could just duck down again Please duck it down again Ten Nine Eight She does She blows out the candle She kind of blows out the candle One All the nieces Yay! Let's hear a Round of applause!
1: Okay, all of this sounds really familiar.
2: The commotion, the noise, the media circus centered around a little old lady. Yeah, I see it. There are definitely parallels to that 120th birthday party for the oldest woman ever, Madame Kelma. It's over the top. It's a little cartoonish. But I have to say, in the footage I've seen, there's like a lot of sweetness there, too. I don't totally get the darkness that we talked about earlier. Except for one place there's this weird turn it takes. It's not at the party, it's afterwards. If you look at the media coverage from that day...
1: The oldest woman in the world lives in Brooklyn, and today they threw her quite the party. Miss There's
2: a little bit of background about Miss Susie. Who was born in Alabama but came to New York in 1923.
1: to New York after graduating high school and worked as a nanny. Some
2: mention of the attendance.
1: Filled with family, friends, and it seemed
0: half of Brooklyn.
2: But there is almost always... Bacon. bacon bacon and grits
0: bacon eggs and grits for breakfast
2: this is right back to where we started mm-hmm. the myth of the one secret even the Today Show picks this up. Also trending this morning, the secret apparently to longevity. The key to the fountain of youth may be right in front of you on your breakfast table. That's right. Mm. It's bacon. Yes, That's Al Roker. He is super into Susanna this. Susanna Machat-Jones, at 116 years old, she's the world's oldest living person. She's now revealed that she eats bacon every morning for breakfast. There's a silver platter on the, on the desk. Al, wow. And you should start with pasta. Yeah. Off comes the She'll lid. It's yeah. packed is with bacon. bacon? Now everyone is packed passing it around, eating bacon in the name of Susanna Mushat jones on live national television. Yeah,
1: yeah this
2: is good. Mm. This is good bacon. We're going to live forever,
1: guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cheers. We're so you brought me beer but no bacon, huh? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but seriously, all anyone wanted to talk about was the bacon?
2: I mean, not only bacon, but a lot of bacon talk. And when I watched that, I think... This is a woman who is one of the last people born in the 1800s. She's experienced the entire 20th century, from railroads to hoverboards. And the thing we seem to hold on to is the bacon bit. It's a strange legacy that, in some ways, I think is imposed. And I started to wonder, like, how true even is that little detail? Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Which led me here, to Miss Susie's apartment building in Brooklyn.
3: Hey, good morning. Lois Judge. Hey,
2: I was greeted by Miss Susie's niece, Lois Judge. We head upstairs, down a hall, and into Miss Susie's apartment. So, should we be quiet because she's still sleeping? Or?
1: She's hearing impaired. Oh, oh, right. but, but not that she can't hear. Right.
2: The walls are covered in proclamations and well wishes. And of course, the president sends letters. So. Miss Susie is just waking up. Here she comes. And her home caretaker rolls her out of the bedroom for the day. Here she comes. She's in a nightgown, her eyes are shut. A hey, T The nieces call Miss Susie T, short for auntie. A hey, T mm.
3: This is Lois. How are you?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Say good morning. Say good say good morning to Lois. You're not talking?
2: Lois and the caretaker lift Miss Susie out of her wheelchair and set her into a big electric recliner. They put a fleece blanket on her legs and set her up with a tray for breakfast.
3: Come sit forward. Here
2: is your fork. You're going to begin to eat your breakfast. Good. There's a plate in front of her with a ton of food. Grits, eggs, and bacon. So yes, the world's oldest person does eat bacon. And this is probably the most famous bacon crunch you will ever hear. But if you ask her niece, Lois, she has no idea how this bacon thing became her secret. In fact, she's worried about people hearing this. The bacon started...
3: I mean, she's always eating bacon from time to time, but not on a daily basis. This is only recently, because we were asking the this so, should she be having this bacon every day? She said, at this age, whatever she wants, give it to her. And that's within the last few
2: years. All right, glad we could set the record straight on that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, people can't think it's
3: bacon. It's not bacon.
2: Miss Susie cleans her entire plate. Y-
3: you had a big breakfast. Hey, <coughs> Yeah. <coughs> okay. You all right?
2: Lois pats her aunt on the back, and pretty shortly after, Miss Susie pulls her blanket over her head and looks like she falls asleep. Lois says since the 116th birthday party, her aunt's cognition has started to wane a bit. She doesn't talk as much as she used to. But there is video from two years ago. Lois is in it. And she asks her aunt...
3: What's the secret?
2: What's your secret?
3: To live in a long time? What's well, What's your secret, yes? I have no secret. Okay, <laughs> then, then what do you think happened? Why are you living such a long life? I don't know, I just, live, I just live with my family. Uh-huh. My family makes me happy. Okay.
2: In Miss Susie's own words, her secret, not bacon, family. You know, Mary, that uh, documentary guy, Sam Green, said something that's really stuck with me. He said... What we really want to ask the world's oldest people is, what wisdom do you have for us? Like, what does it look like from the top of the mountain? But if we wait until they are literally the oldest person in the world, then there's a very good chance we have missed our opportunity to ask something like that.
1: Yeah, by the time we show up with the cameras and the cheerleaders, all we can see is this person in a wheelchair. That's it.
2: Then maybe it's like kind of all we want to see is just a photo op version of it. Life at 116 is not easy for Miss Susie. Day-to-day life is not a cute headline. It's not a very fun secret. There was this one moment while Lois and I were talking. Miss Susie was off to the side, sort of still sleeping. She started rustling a little bit, pulled a blanket off of her head. And Lois immediately scooted over to her side.
3: You want all of this cover?
2: And this really was the only time I heard Miss Susie speak unprompted.
3: You're tired? Hmm? Are you tired? No, I'm tired. Yeah. You're tired? I am tired. I know you're tired. Mm-hmm. You want to go to bed? No. No. You want to go to bed? We we'll Yeah. Yeah. You want to go to bed? No, you just, no, got, you just got up. You just got up. Right? I'm tired. I know you're tired. She's tired. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, she's tired. All right, honey.
1: That was Susanna Mushot jones the world's oldest person at 116, with her niece, Lois Judge. You can see pictures from Kenny's visit with Miss Susie at onlyhuman.org. Only Human is a production of WNYC Studios. This episode was edited by Molly Messick. Our team includes Amanda Aronchik, Elaine Chen, Paige Cowett, Kenny Malone, Julia Longoria, Ankita Rao, and Fred Mogul. Our technical director is Michael Raphael. Our executive producer is Lital Malad. Thanks to Sam Green for the audio from Ms. Susie's birthday party, and thanks to Sarah Elzis for recording our interview with Jean-Marie Robine. One more really special thanks this week to Catherine Tam. This is her last week on the show, and we couldn't be more grateful for all her hard work. We can't wait to see what she does next. Jim Schachter is the Vice President for News at WNYC, and I'm Mary Harris. Talk to you next week.
0: Support for WNYC's health coverage and Only Human is provided by the Charina Endowment Fund, the Hearst Foundation's Jane and Gerald Catcher the Iris and Junming Lee Foundation, the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, the Simons Foundation, the Alfred P. Sloan Foundation, and the Winston Foundation.